Today was one of those days where the day ends and you just feel like you are literally, physically, emotionally and spiritually have nothing left to give. It's motherhood. It's the pencils tipping onto the floor and crawling around to pick them up with your pregnant 29-week belly. It's what feels like a million warnings to clean up and children choosing not to help. But it's the little cuddles from the cheeky boy who ripped out the pages of a storybook you were given when you were three years old. This is my life. Today we are going to talk about how to stay sane when parenting the strong-willed child. Four tips from the parenting trenches. Hi, I'm Brenda and you're listening to the Little Kingdom Warriors podcast where we help our kids discover God through play. Are you overwhelmed by the weight of your never-ending list of things to do but desperately want to invest in your kid's faith life? Are you tired of the same old colouring sheets and seemingly lifeless Bible stories that you're even struggling to sound enthusiastic about? Well, I'm here to help. I'm a lover of all things creative, an ex-primary school teacher turned stay-at-home mum and follower of Jesus. Let's walk this path together and transform our kids' lives with new and exciting ways to explore the Bible and help them become God's little kingdom warriors. We might not have it all together, but with God, and maybe a strong coffee or two, we've got this. Hi, I'm Brenda Cordes and welcome to Little Kingdom Warriors. As I hit record today, I am 29 weeks pregnant and I can't actually believe we are finally in the third trimester, so time is ticking along. But along with the excitement of a new baby also comes the exhaustion, which if you've been pregnant, you will totally understand. So I just thought I would share some tips today, um, some things that I've had to be dealing with lately, and it's to do with parenting my eldest daughter particularly because she seems to have a pretty strong will. So these are just some tips that I've picked up along the way. I've read some books and done a bit of, I don't know, research just into coping and how, how to manage it because I mean, obviously, I probably have a strong will as well, but when it comes to parenting your own child, sometimes you just feel like you're hitting a bit of a loss at where to start. So the first tip that I have learned is to keep the goal or the value in mind that I am trying to get across to my, I'm going to, I'm just going to say it to Lily, because at the moment, it's predominantly her that we are struggling with, or I am struggling with. So keeping the value in mind that I'm trying to instill in her when like we are talking about a behavioral choice, it's so important to pick your battles. So decide if it is something silly that's not worth fighting over. For example, a very simple thing that you could have a battle about, which I don't bother having a battle about anymore is what clothes she's going to wear. It really doesn't bother me anymore what she's going to wear. If she wants to wear her gumboots to the shops, I really don't care anymore. It's not worth fighting over versus a bad behavioral choice. That is something that I will choose to um, pick up with her. We're not going to let behavioral choices slide. So the goal is, and I think this is so lovely and, and well put, 
not my words, um, from an author of a book I was reading about parenting, a strong-willed child, I'll link it in the show notes. And the quote was, conquer to conquer the strong will, but not destroy the spirit. So that is the goal, to conquer the strong will, but not destroy the spirit. So with Lily, my strong-willed daughter, I want to conquer her strong will, so her to know and respect that we are the parents and she needs to respect us as the authority over her. She needs to respect those in authority over her but not destroy their spirit because there are many, many positive things about being a strong-willed child like, you know, the confidence that comes with being a strong-willed child and that can take you so far as well. The second tip is to get your husband on board. So obviously I'm talking as though it's a lady listening to this podcast right now, but I find it has been so incredibly helpful to know that Danny and I are on the same page. So Danny is my husband. Just to know that if I'm having an issue with Lily during the day, even when he is away, like tonight, we were able to share we had a difficult day with Lily not tidying up after she'd been asked to. To be able to say to him and sort of give him a heads up before we talked on FaceTime, was really helpful because he was able to ask Lily about her day and then follow up with the behaviour that he knew that she had been, you know, acting out during the day. So to have that that goal that we are on the same page so that we are a team and we are able to parent and discipline together has just been so incredibly helpful. Um, And if you're not on the same page, I would definitely encourage you to have a chat about that because it makes... It's so much easier when you know that the other one's going to have your back and you're not going to play a good cop, bad cop type thing because no one really wins in that situation. Um, So I I would encourage you, even if you are apart, there are still ways that you can do it. So with Danny and I, when he is working away um, on his, his week away, just being able to keep him in the loop with what's happening is fantastic because Lily definitely, um, she she doesn't want him to know that she's been naughty. <laughs> so, so she'll sort of sometimes beg me not to say anything about her misbehaving. And it's great. It, like that, I find it's really helpful because then he can sort of follow up with her and we can talk about how to improve that. The next tip I have is to talk through the issues with your child when they're not in a silly mood. So this probably is a logical thing you do anyway, but I often find that I need time to wind down after (laughs) I've been riled up by my child misbehaving. And also I think it's important to allow them time to sort of calm down from it all and get out of that silly head space so once they have calmed down and even the next day you know you can follow up even the next day or a few hours later and then give um, yourself time to think about what you want to talk about what's the value that you know they were choosing not to adhere to what is important, why is it important for you to talk through it and keep it simple, you know, and try not to let your emotions feed too much into it and it's so much easier if you've given yourself a little bit of space to talk about 
why they were acting that way in that time. So the other thing that I've been really trying to work on is to encourage honesty. So the way I've done this, a friend of mine suggested that you can have like a lesser consequence if they are honest and that has been really helpful for Lily. So if I say, look, you know, I, I know that you probably did this. Can you tell me the truth? Did you do X, Y and Z? Um, and she knows that if she's going to confess, you know, what she did was wrong, I'm not going to be as annoyed at her than if I found out later she had done something that she said she hadn't. So the the value there that I'm encouraging is is more honesty because I think that's so important that they are able to say at the end of the day, look, what I did was wrong um, and are able to be truthful about it. I just think, you know, honesty is so incredibly important and owning it. So now Lily's even got to the stage where she will say openly um, to Danny when she's talking on FaceTime, he'll be like, were you a good girl today? Um, You know, one of the questions amongst many, but were you a good girl today? And she goes, no, I'd be, I'd be naughty today. And then she'll even tell him why. (laughs) So I, I think, you know, that's fantastic that she's able to be honest about it. But yeah, definitely talking through issues when she isn't in a silly mood has been really helpful and um, it's it's been great to be able to have some of those discussions around behaviour and why it's important. Um, And, you know, you do start to see those things sink in later. So even though I felt like today, um, I felt sorry for my neighbours because I thought I was patient for a while, but then it got to the end of the day And, you know, it's just hard to keep your patience when someone isn't listening to you over and over again. But she had a really lovely moment um, tonight when after we'd been um, doing our reading couple of books and about to go to bed. And I said, all right, Lily, it's your turn to pray. And she said something along the lines of, Jesus, I, I sorry, I be naughty and I give you my heart. And I was just like, oh. It just makes everything sort of feel like, you know, even when it is tough, these tiny seeds we are sowing are slowly, slowly sinking in. And it just, that's all it took for it to be like, ah, something is sort of kind of getting through into her headspace. That little conversation that we had earlier in the day can't even remember how he got onto it about heaven and about Jesus and about sin that did actually sink into her and she was thinking about it and it was just lovely that uh, because we talked about those things and we talked about these issues that she was able to think about that later on. My next tip is to give your child space to choose what decision to make. So sometimes we can put so much decision, um, so much pressure on them to make the right choice, but we really do need to, particularly as they get older, give them the space to choose whether or not to do the right or the wrong thing and celebrate the wins when they do the right thing and talk about the choices that they've made if they chose to do the wrong thing and the consequences as well. 
So as an example of something that Lily did that was great was the other day I'd asked her, can you please um, put all the shoes back on the shoe rack? Her and Huey have been tipping them off to stand up to try and reach the front door handle. Anyway, so a little bugbear of mine is that the shoes are all over the floor a lot. Anyway, I said, can you please put them away? And I was sort of expecting that she wasn't going to because she didn't for a while. But I just left her for about 10, 15 minutes while I was doing some other chores and came back and she'd actually perfectly arranged all the shoes. And it was so nice to be able to celebrate the wins. So in giving her space to shoot, to choose, to do the right thing, um, you know, it was it was lovely because then it gave her more ownership over the choice that she had made and then we could celebrate the wins. So I would really encourage you, try to remember, and I keep after having to remind myself of this, when she does you know, makes a good choice, we need to celebrate it. So um, send that text to Danny so that at FaceTime in the evening he can go, oh, Lily, I heard that, you know, mummy said that you organised the shoe rack today and it just lights her up and it really encourages her and it helps her make better choices later on. So doing those sorts of things or sending like a little video to the grandparents or something like that so that they can encourage as well. It just helps to kind of big note them when they do the right right thing and make the right choices. Um, I, I have found that's been really important as well. So um, and the, and the other thing I was going to say as well in the get your husband on board thing is, What's great about doing that is it just gives you a little bit of space to, um, I don't know, kind of recover, <laughs> to to have some space to just rest a little bit because it's I've found it is so exhausting sometimes parenting a strong-willed child and then also trying to stay sane at the same time. So I hope those um, those tips were helpful for you today. It's certainly a work in progress and I'm keen if you've got any other tips, you know, um, I'm here for it. Give me your tips on how to parent a strong-willed child. What have you learned along the way? Anyway, so I'll just quickly recap what we talked about today. So my first tip was to keep the goal or the value in mind and pick your battles The second tip was to get your husband on board. So make sure you don't have a good cop, bad cop thing going on. My next tip was to talk through the issues when your child is not in a silly mood. And the last tip was to give your child space to choose. All right, thank you so much for tuning in. I just want to encourage you, if you're not already signed up to my email list, to get onto that. I um, send out a weekly update on what's going on in my podcast and any other sort of exclusive downloads and stuff will come to my email subscribers only. I also have a free Facebook community, which I'll link in the show notes. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. Hey friends, if this podcast encouraged you or made an impact on you in some way, I would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review to help other people find my show. Don't forget to click subscribe so you are the first to know when a new episode airs. 
hop on over and join my free Little Kingdom Warriors Facebook community, which I will link for you in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and God bless. I'll see you next time. Thank you.